1: Hey, what's up, students? Happy Sunday. Hope you're getting ready to be in life groups and at church on Sunday, and I hope I remember to post this video in time. Uh, Man, But I hope you get ready to be there today to worship the Lord together, but we're going to continue to walk through 2 Kings chapter 5 and verses 16, or excuse me, 15 through the end of the chapter, and this is an interesting story. Interesting story. The story of Naaman actually continues here. So Naaman, remember yesterday, if you missed yesterday's episode, he was a leper, comes to Elisha. Elisha says, go bathe in the Jordan seven times. Eli, uh, naaman says that's ridiculous then naaman's servant says bro you should go do it right he goes and bathes seven times and he becomes clean and it's awesome so naaman comes back to elisha and basically he wants to give elisha all these gifts right That he wants to just bless him and give him gifts but elisha says no it's it's fine we don't need anything right he's like i'm not taking a reward for doing what god told me to do right and so uh he, he basically says um He talks about Naaman, says how he's going to serve the one true God from now on. And Elisha blesses him and he leaves and all this stuff. But then what happens is in verse 20, Gehazi, this man, Gehazi, I don't know how you say his name. He's a servant of Elisha. He kind of sneaks out and he runs after Naaman without Elisha knowing, right? I mean, Naaman just offered all this stuff, all these things, and Elisha said no. And so Naaman's leaving, gets down the road, and Gehazi, Elisha's servant, comes running after um, uh, Naaman a few miles later, however long he was on the road. Naaman gets out of the chariot, gets out of the cart, and Gehazi basically asks Naaman for a gift because Naaman was just offering this reward. So Gehazi, Elisha's servant, goes and collects a reward from Naaman. So Naaman gives him these two bags of silver. So when the servant of Elisha comes back, he puts it in his house, and Elisha asks him where he's been. He said, where have you been at? Where you been from? And uh, he literally says, your servant went nowhere. Okay, so just a flat out lie, right? A flat out lie. He he went and he chased down this reward even when Elisha said they weren't gonna take reward. And listen to what Elisha says. He says, therefore, he he kind of gives him a, a condemnation and but he says, because you did this, like you cannot run God, right? So Elisha knows that his servant betrayed him. Elisha knows that his servant lied, went behind his back, all these things. And Elisha said, therefore, the leprosy of Naaman, shall cling to you and your descendants forever so he went out from the presence uh, from went out from his presence a leper like snow Heavy passage of scripture, right? So this guy, he, he he runs after, he sneaks away, gets this reward. Even when Elisha says we don't need a reward, he comes back, he lies to Elisha. And because he lies, because of his disobedience, Elisha says, you're going to be a leper just like Naaman was for the rest of your life. And and even your descendants are going to be affected by that as well. So Justin, what in the world happened here in this passage? What in the world is this including? You know, I think here we see a beautiful picture and beautiful by the wrong word, an intense picture of the consequences of obedience and the consequences of disobedience or maybe I should say the benefits of obedience and the consequences of disobedience. Think about Naaman. Naaman obeyed God, right? He obeyed the word of the Lord and he was even angry about it for a second. He was he was angry about it. He did not want to wash in the river of Jordan. He's like, I could go wash in any other river, but but his servant comes up to him and, and Naaman ultimately obeys God and he's, he's blessed because of it. He's healed because of it. He, he's ready to be generous and give all these things to Elisha. He's going to worship the one true God. There is the benefits of obedience. There is this healing. In this cleansing. But yeah, with Elijah's servants, there's, or Elisha's servant, there's disobedience, right? Elijah says, Naaman, we don't need anything. Go on your way. But Elisha's servant's like, man, I can make some money here, right? I can get some gifts here. And so he runs after this man. He runs after Naaman. He gets the money. He lies about it. He's disobedient. And we see the consequences of disobedience. And really, this is something that we see all throughout the Bible, right? Is, is man, are you going to obey God? Or are you going to disobey God? Will you obey the word of God and what God's word says? Will you obey the fact that I mean, Jesus is the only way to heaven, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes to the Father but through him? Will you obey that? Or, or will you disobey God and and reject what God's plan is for your life, reject God's word over your life, and all these things? And and what we're seeing is obedience or disobedience has consequences. It almost reminds me um, back to First Kings where Solomon was still alive, right? and Solomon was reigning. And I believe, I'm going to mess up the chat, through, but I think it was like First Kings 5 or 6, where really you have this formula of success laid out for Solomon. And it's, hey, are you either going to obey God's commandments and, and blessings going to follow you, or are you going to disobey God's commandments and it's going to be rough on you? And, and really there's either or. And, and the question remains for us And this chapter in Second Kings 5 articulates that as well. Because man, there's, there's benefits to obedience and there's blessing that follows obedience, but there's consequences that follow disobedience. And so here's what I wanna encourage us today. And let's be obedient to the word of God. Let's be obedient to what God's word says in our life. And and you know what? If we do disobey, then then let's be honest and let's come before God clean. Let's don't be like this servant that you know hides it before the man of God. I, I know this is a, a weird game to play, but I kind of have to wonder what would happen when Elisha said, hey, where'd you go? I wonder what would have happened if the servant came clean. What, what would have happened if the servant came and repented and said, man, I know I wasn't supposed to, but I was enticed by this money and I did it. What would have happened? He, he didn't come clean though. He hid it. And so I'm thankful, man, that when we repent, we turn of our sin. There's grace. There's redemption that's there. God is faithful even when we remain faithless. I'm so thankful for that. But, man, I want to be a person that I walk in obedience and not stray away in disobedience. And, yeah, that's a picture of what we see here in 2 Kings chapter 5. So, man, I love you. Hope that challenge encouraged you today. Can't wait to see you in life group, see you in service, and we'll see you
0: soon. Thanks so much for listening.